2: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started.
3: Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. I'm Casey Boat and we had a ton go down in Chicago this past weekend. Here's what we got lined up to chat about. Alex Bowman scores his first cup victory... Kyle Bush threw a block on Joey Logano, which I'm sure TJ has a ton to talk about on that one. Kevin Harvick scrapes the wall, and we are about to head to the final July Daytona race. Let's get started.
2: I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Rippen. Get ready. Be
1: ready. Be ready. ready. Play. Give me what you got here. New leader. Watch out for this guy. White flag. Clear.
0: home.
2: Clear. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spider of the 22-cup car, 99 pickup truck, and I had Xfinity. You did. I had the Xfinity 12 this weekend, and we came home second.
3: I so. thought you guys were going to win.
1: Yeah. Oh Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Ross Chastain. I stood beside TJ all weekend, so... <laughs> Miser- we were, we were like, miserable together. We were like hot twins standing up there. It was really hot. Wait, you're saying you're hot. It was hot. I'm. I'm definitely hot. The Xfinity uh, race it was hotter. Was miserable. Oh. I
3: was. I felt horrible after. I don't know how people oh, that didn't pack out. Was hot.
1: Casey, I was in the
3: suite. I <laughs> was, was air conditioning in the I was hosting top. sailors all day.
1: So here's the thing about finding Casey on Saturday: all you had to look for <laughs> Navy guys. They're yeah. dressed, but they're dressed in white. And <laughs> I and, saw them. And here's the little, little Casey Short Casey oh, no. walking these guys around. So I, I was actually was. in Casey's Xfinity suite having chicken tenders with mac and cheese. What?
3: And I just yes, ca- he he is the only person Did
2: you put a sweet number you in there? Guys yes, yeah, you uh, guys complained. Yeah, you guys complained about the fact All that right. I did
3: not give you a sweet number.
2: You didn't before. And now, but if you didn't only
3: Brett and sometimes Freddie will come in there too. Brett well, clearly food, made the Freddy. most of it and just <laughs> I uh, wasn't yeah. there, so I have no clue. But uh we have really good food. So I
1: met two to of keep... your coworkers, Dan and Caitlin. Yes. Caitlin's from Milwaukee. So
3: she was Dan. super
1: she was a great hostess. Who's Dan? <laughs>
3: He is... Dan the Man.
1: Uh, the that's Dan what we man. call him, Dan, the, Dan man. the Man.
3: He's kind of new to our team, so he's only been to like three races.
1: So, Casey, people always wonder what you do when you're showing really around know. all these hot guys that were oh. that are in the Navy. <laughs> were there any <laughs> females in the cute. group?
3: Yes, there was one.
1: Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, so you got all these hot guys around you. Like, How do you even consider that a job? And how does Chad let you do that?
3: Yeah. Well, first off... It's not They're always so hosting. Let you. It's, They're it's not always hosting hot guys every weekend, unfortunately. But uh, this one was really, really cool. So you know the NASCAR Salutes Window. Um, Comcast does a lot to support the military in general. So they have an initiative, basically hiring uh, veterans um, to the company, which is and they offer tons of benefits. It's really cool. Uh, so at the track this weekend, we. Um, worked with one of the local bases and brought out uh, 40 uh, military members. All of them were sailors. They were either just got back from training or got back from being deployed or is a, they're about to be deployed. So these guys were the coolest. They just wanted to have fun.
2: Hottest. That's awesome. They
3: were really hot. Sorry, Chad. Um, <laughs> they look someone. super
2: cute from where I was at.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you noticed.
2: Did they come to your suite and stuff?
3: Uh, some of them did. Um, they kind of wanted to experience the full NASCAR, like sit in the grandstands, enjoy the day. So we uh, brought them out to do the pit and garage tour, barton the driveway brought them to the driver cruise chief meeting they got recognized there um they had the opportunity to go on stage with each driver at driver introductions um i well, mean ruins, they were like
2: i was gonna say why didn't me and brett go down and meet him? And then he just said they got to go out there and meet all the drivers so we're canceled out
3: yeah basically yeah, they,
2: they took a step down
3: but yeah. it was really cool because usually when you give a tour it's very easy to lose people or have
1: <laughs> not those guys
3: yeah you could not miss them yeah no and, no and they were so like cordial and uh respectful it was it was great it's
1: obviously the week of july 4th yeah. uh we as a sport just the fans the the, the industry we're also grateful to the military we're very patriotic as a sport we're, we're hands down the most patriotic sport in america it makes me very proud every time i see us as a sport do things like that so shout out to xfinity for hosting those guys and, and man yeah. i know they had a blast i could, I could even see, the tracks see even
2: the tracks and the yep. series as a whole i mean we run run tires with flags on them and colors and stuff i mean that's kind of cool we and we don't just do it for like one special race we do this we do a lot of things throughout uh, the month of may yeah there's a
3: may through july yeah
2: there's a like a it's, it's awesome i think our sport definitely they
3: uh I will say we have such a cool job and sometimes we forget about the fact that like we're here because of those military members. And so to have them at the track, be able to show them kind of what we do and give them a different side of the sport. I mean, they had a blast. They asked so many questions. I should have introduced you guys. Sorry. Um, But I did talk about spotters. So I will tell you this.
1: We had the United States Air Force sponsorship uh, with Elliot Sadler at the Wood Brothers back in the day. And then we had him again when we were part of Richard Petty Motorsports. And we went to this gigantic function uh, down in Texas, right? So basically everybody that goes through basic goes through San Antonio. So we're down, and this high-ranking guy comes in, and he basically and, – and look, it's all the motorsports guys, right? It's the guys who race snowmobiles for him, the guy who did monster trucks. And he walks in, and the first thing he said to us as a group was, if our skies aren't safe, neither are you. Welcome to the United States Air Force. And I was like, man, I got chills. So shout out to all you men and women that listen to this podcast that that serve, have served, have friends and family that have served. Because even if you got friends and family, man, uh, you know, I never served, uh, but my nephews and not my nephew, my cousins served. And, you know, that's a part of your life that walks out of your life when they go to serve and go get deployed. So shout out to all you guys.
2: Yeah. And uh, so you might hear a different voice on the show today. It's because our producer, Jason. Decided to go to Chicago and get stuck there.
3: <laughs> okay, um, I have a lot to say about that. I no no yeah, yeah no, go no, ahead. I whoa, can't whoa, whoa. I can't blame him because American is canceling every single flight that I have to take or delaying it.
2: Don't fly American.
3: Well, where else are we it's supposed Charlotte, to go? Dude. It's a hub. It's my flight to so my I missed the show. Charlotte
2: American is pretty much your option. Yeah,
3: exactly. I missed the show. He's last just so
2: week. used to private true. Missed a show the week before because you were in a No, the week before w- uh, yeah, was a
3: off weekend. The week all the f- before all that... Oh, you the
2: four seasons. I'm sorry.
3: The week before that you, you, guys, you guys had to film on Tuesday and I was traveling on Tuesday. So... Listen, wasn't
2: it TJ that missed about like 22 shows Thank last you. year and now he's, he's the pot and, uh, and the kettle? No. Thank you. Brett missed a lot of shows. We, uh, we take turns in years like you miss a lot of shows <laughs> one year, then I miss a lot of shows. I haven't missed anything well, this year. I'm not you
3: missing anymore for a I while. I figured
2: Casey was off shooting more wedding videos. I know. Between
3: Okay, I was going to save this for the rant. First oh, off. Yeah. Oh, Really? First off. What
2: are you waving at?
3: He was saying hi in the shop.
2: Is that giggles? Bubbles. Bubbles?
3: That's the guy that had
1: the giggles. hickey on the neck. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. So, yeah. Go ahead. First Continue. off. Continue. First off, I can't wait to hear this explanation. Me neither.
3: If you have a wedding and you pay... Thousands of dollars for wedding pictures. I am going to post every one of them. I thought about posting my entire wedding album just for you. Bro. We, uh, we've noticed. Just you for you. I we've bet noticed. You have. I haven't. You have
2: posted the no, whole wedding album. No, I haven't.
3: Album. And the <laughs> only ones that I've posted, I posted like after we got married. I did like two. No way. Okay, and then it like was people's 200. birthdays. So now I have birthday pictures. I have anniversary really? pictures. Four I have
2: seasons pictures.
3: That was vacation. Do totally you? different. That's not a wedding photo.
2: Hey, it's your birthday. Here's a wedding picture.
3: <laughs> well, because I don't see my family, so when they're at the wedding. What a
2: waste of money weddings are.
3: I am going to post my entire <laughs> wedding album just for you, Brett. You Please already post, have. Post there, there's have more? I not. There's so much more. What are you going to post it on they're, so they're, I can
0: unfollow uh, you for a day? How to, did you get to ragging on her?
1: <laughs> there had when we, they we're going to rag on, the, on Schultz.
3: They said it on the show last week, sucked. and then he we're brought it
1: up. Hang on. There had to be more happening on the honeymoon than at the wedding, so at least move on to the honeymoon. (laughs) I'm sick of seeing all these wedding pictures. Why would
3: I post about their honeymoon? Why are we posting
0: freaking wedding
3: pictures? Because I paid thousands of dollars for it, and when it's somebody's birthday, like it was Father's Day, Mother's Day, I'm posting all those wedding photos. We want Nashville. We want
2: Nashville pictures instead of the wedding pictures. I
3: haven't been to Nashville in a while.
2: There was eight girls. There was cell phones. Those are eight photographers. What
3: else am I supposed to do with the photos if I paid thousands of dollars? You put for them,
2: them. You just put them away and look at them when you get older. Yeah, when you get divorced.
3: <laughs> You're the worst.
2: I don't. Okay, I wasn't going to say that. When I heard that, but, uh, the show
3: last week, I was like, I cannot wait until the rant part. So I just had he to. He asked it off why my chest. we started
2: picking on you. She started this started by saying, rant. "I have a rant."
3: Because I was talking about Americans canceling to Schultz, yes. the flight, Schultz being so, in, uh, Chicago Schultz's flight got canceled, so he has to take a later flight. So Dillner is filling in for us. Yeah.
2: So I saw Schultz in Chicago as well, and I met a couple of his little buddies, and one of them promised me a bunch of stories about him, which I think um, I'm going to get some in Daytona because I'm going to see him down there. But um, so they tried to pull a little joke over on me and. His buddy asked if I could, he could take a picture. He's a big fan. And I'm like, all right, sure. He hands me his phone. I'm like, oh, he wants me to take a selfie with him. And he turns around and he goes and puts his arm around Jason. I'm like, oh, okay, you little you little rats. you know? So he tried to dupe you. He tried to. So I stood there. It was so awkward because I stood there just holding the phone like I was taking a picture, and they're just smiling away. And it got to be like 25, 30 seconds. When you're standing there do it just smiling for 25 or 30 seconds, it gets really awkward.
3: Didn't they post that? So you can probably find it too. It was they funny. cut it
2: off because they cut it. They shortened it because they stood there for a while. And I just kept laughing. I started <laughs> laughing. And they're like, oh, okay. And um, I was going to take some selfies of myself and just not even take one. But then I wasn't sure what would happen with them. They would probably do something with the pictures. And um, so I just stood there and made it really awkward for him and his – Buddy, to be hugging each other, and
3: you're great at that too.
2: Yeah. So, um, what was his buddy's name? Andrew. Is, is that the one he does a podcast with?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. There, uh, okay.
2: There what was does two he of
1: do them.
0: with those photos? Because he took one of me and he didn't post it. And I see him taking photos all the time. He doesn't post this it. This would be a
1: very valid he question. to can't think, ask his, him. His, his freaking things probably crashed because all the wedding pictures. Yeah. <laughs> From Casey, sweet. She's clogged my whole social <laughs> media line.
2: Do you see her face? She's over here, like She's, her mouth's moving, like oh, I'm gonna get him. So, so I gotta
1: ask you, you're listening to our podcast, which you weren't a part of that week, and then I start giving you. <laughs> did you get mad?
3: Actually, people started texting me that listen to the show, and they're like, "You <laughs> must be pissed off about this episode." And I was like. Well, well, I haven't listened to it yet, but I uh, can't wait to hear about it. Just and so, so you
2: don't feel I alone. pissed you and Hermy off in the same well, week. And, <laughs> what did Hermie say? <laughs> yeah, what did Hermy say? Hermy's one of my buddies. I, I didn't say Yeah, anything. but
1: what did he say? Don't skirt the question. I didn't say anything on this show that I wouldn't say with him I, yeah. sitting here. He he was making
2: fun of it. He I had mean, a good, saw the tweet. He, he posted it. Was... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So don't feel alone because Hannah is taking...
3: Oh, she is. <laughs> you guys are... Ho- I mean, she's helping us out.
2: And we didn't do horrible. anything.
3: What are you talking about? The
2: Teach. fact that you called out the never saying thing. Nope, nope, nope. Never say anything. Just ask if that's how your heart beated when met. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this that's about it. Our, we we we
1: made we've made a comment last week about the Darfs, the dumbass race yeah. fans. Ninety nine percent of our. Podcast listeners are not DARFs because they immediately picked up on what TJ said. I've had Hannah texting me all week mad at me, and I didn't even say anything. TJ said it.
2: I just asked about the heart
1: beating. That's all that was said. But they, you kind of insinuated that they had a past, and people immediately picked up on that and started tweeting Hannah, and I'm getting middle fingers texting me, and I didn't even say anything. Well, anytime. When in
3: doubt, blame T. It took the bread. heat off. The, yes,
1: that's... took the heat off the douchebag thing. <laughs> it did. The best part about it, though, was the fact that they were sitting beside each other, and you're like, I wonder if they feel awkward. Y'all so, did you see the picture that
2: you saw the picture that Hannah posted over the weekend? Right? No, what was it? She posted a picture, and guess who's standing in the background? Ross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you do it to yourself. Hey, look at me. In here. Well, (laughs) whatever. I couldn't find that picture. Find that damn wedding pictures that kept popping up on my timeline. Let me look at Instagram. Wait a minute, Casey, they are gonna keep
3: coming. (laughs) Oh,
2: look at Casey. Your wedding looks great. Oh, your wedding still looks great. Well, one was my video. Oh, there's a video. Perfect. Now we got videos.
3: (laughs) You know what? If I paid money for it, I'm going to keep posting.
2: You pay money for a lot of things, right?
3: Um. Yes. I only posted. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Two of them were for, father, one for Father's Day, one for Mother's Day, one for... What does that
2: have to do with a wedding? <laughs> one for Monday, one because for Tuesday. Because I paid
3: for them, I'm going to post them it's on people's nice like, celebrations. What does
1: the wedding have to do with a Father's Day?
3: <laughs> well, because you... I mean, a lot of people post recognizing their parents.
1: Okay. Hey, so, Dad, so I got so married. you posted pictures of yourself in a wedding dress?
3: No, I posted pictures with my dad with our first look. Is that when a problem? Can you throw
2: something, please don't hit me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't hit
1: me, Casey. With I you. love you. I'm sorry <laughs> if I made you mad. Good. This well, is awesome. I'm not
3: going to tell you our sweet number ever again. I'm going to tell TJ and <laughs> Freddie and Dillner and <laughs> Leah and everybody else.
0: I'll bring you the, the next stat. Week. By the way, eleven of the last seventeen Casey Boat Instagram posts have been of wedding photos. <laughs> eleven of the last seventeen. Why are hey. you here? Wow. <laughs>
3: I wasn't going to get on married, you, but I'm
0: equal opportunity.
3: Why yeah. are you here? When did you get married?
1: <laughs> what was the date?
3: And they're not. Some of them are from a rehearsal what dinner. The, what was the date of the wedding?
2: This is well, July January
3: 1st. 26. How many
2: since January 26? Okay, 10. Wow. 10 out of 17. Wow. How many since January 26th? Well,
3: I haven't been to much except for racetracks the last few months, so I don't wow. do anything exciting.
2: What are you talking about? You just came back from vacation. And I posted
3: about that, too.
2: You went to the... You, you needed, didn't post much you about You know your what? Fine. You thing. can
3: handle my social media from <laughs> now on. You're
2: shady about your vacations,
1: you by the are. way. You are. Why? You tell us you're going on vacation. You don't tell us where. Yeah, you
2: didn't give us the details you on just that. just show up in this paradise. Because we would have been FaceTiming you oh, and stuff. Lord. Yeah. Casey, we're going to need to... Fa- we... Well, See, I mean, those, after
3: this conversation, don't you think I'd do this for a reason?
2: Those pictures we could get into.
1: Those were awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, they, Nashville pictures would be great, too. Well, I
3: can't post anymore now. It's after the fact.
1: I know. And I don't want... <laughs> you listen, I,
3: post wedding I pictures? Don't, yeah. I don't
1: want you to post vacation um, pictures birthdays. after it's over.
3: Okay. We're going to keep going on because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to post my picture, but I got high. But I got <laughs> As
0: you hold up the pristine auction, oh. Cheech and Chong. By yes. the way, oh, yeah. that
3: is awesome.
2: I was going to show so you my family dog, Did but I got have... married. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Did you stuck. guys get the random after getting the pristine? Did anybody at that table get the, get a random?
2: No. I no, haven't
0: had a random all year. Oh, I have. Oh, it's coming.
3: I wasn't on the show when we announced this uh, partnership, but pristine has been near and dear to my heart for years because they yes. sponsored Chad and
1: Pristine Auction does. Yeah.
3: Yes, they've sponsored. Yeah. Chad yeah.
1: yeah, they've been on since that.
3: the start. Yeah. Wow. Really yeah. close family friends. Jared and his team are honestly the best. Like Good
2: people.
3: Drivers when they come to Phoenix. I want to
2: meet these people. Yeah.
3: Well, we'll have to have them out. Jared, come to Charlotte. Where's but, he
2: for? Where, where are they from? They, they live
3: right? in Phoenix. Oh,
2: awesome! What a great place to live.
3: Uh, they didn't because Jared went to Chili Bones. I'm sure
2: there's
1: pictures. Man, though. my white ass dries out so bad when I'm in pictures. Phoenix. Though I don't, I couldn't <laughs> live in Phoenix. I just dry out.
2: Just, just. Like I would prune. rather be in Phoenix than Chicago. Just, I had to put vaseline all over my elbows. Yeah, I'd
3: rather be. in, Honestly, Chicago, Chicago sounded was like beatings.
2: miserable, miserable. Like,
1: yeah. I like my eyes were blurry during the scenery. I know NASCAR listens to our podcast because sometimes I get in trouble. All right, but let's just put this out there: Chicago <laughs> does not ever need to have a day race in the middle of June or July ever, ever, ever again. The heat oh. index was 105 degrees. As a fan, I don't want to go sit and watch that. It's too hot. As a spotter, it's too hot. Like, we have to do that at night, especially with this cup package that we're Look running. at that. Yeah. TJ, TJ, literally. Your phone locked up, my too. My phone locked Mine up. Mine
3: did, too. I couldn't take oh pictures. my my, my,
1: phone, my phone said, you have to cool this thing down in order for it to work. My digital radio yes. that I listen to NASCAR, it took nine minutes for it to come on because it got so hot laying in the sun while we had a break.
2: That was one of the screenshots that I took in the middle of the afternoon. It was uh, 97 degrees, and it says it feels like a 111. It was dangerous. 111. That's. I love that market. That's high. It's too hot.
1: We have to. That has to be a night race. I'm sorry. Please. I Agreed. beg of you.
3: Oh, good. Where, so, where is it now next year? I don't know. I think it's later in the year.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Good. It used
3: to be in September.
1: Which, look, I get it, man. It's hot during the summer. But we got tracks with lights for a reason.
2: Use them. So I got a uh, little news for you. What you got, dog? Speaking of um, pristine auction and Jared and them, guess who won the Bills helmet? We did, of course. It's coming soon.
3: Are you going to wear it next week? It's a mini. <laughs> oh, it looks bigger. I'm
0: sorry. We're going to leave Case that. Casey's got a small, smaller We're head. We're going to leave that so right there too.
2: Jared, it was an awesome auction. I'm super excited. Thanks, Casey, for blowing that out of the water right there. Well, hey, guess what? It's a new week. <laughs> we get a, a bid on a new item. Yeah. Well, how would she know it was a mini helmet? She wouldn't you know, know. she wouldn't know. You hear a helmet. There. You think it's a regular size helmet. Well, yeah. she would have listened to the show again. We said mini helmet numerous times.
3: Sorry. <sighs> well, uh, going back to proceed. it's awesome. Like, I'm telling you, drivers... Do you
2: know these people?
3: Do I know them? Do you know who they are? Yes. And
2: Chong on the board. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Uh, yeah. He only paid $61.46 for that helmet. Yeah, that's a deal. That's Jim a, Kelly heck of a deal, man. We're Jim going Kelly. after something, Steve Spurrier, this week. Go, Cox! If you oh want boy. to start your day off and feel like a champion when you wake up in the morning and roll out of bed, the first two words you say are "Go, Cox." You just it makes your day go awesome. <laughs> I have I do that every morning and look at how much fun I have in life. I don't know. Try I,
2: it, TJ. I do wake up. Go, champ- Cox. I do wake up a champion. Say T- Casey, say it. This Somebody say a it. Point.
3: Well, I yeah. ain't saying
2: it. I do wake up feeling like a champion every day, bro. <laughs> you are. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to yell, go Cox, though. It's amazing. See, didn't I feel good? <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: it feels great. You I guys have the worst ADD today. We cannot get on, right. to- on the hel- top. The
1: helmet's 20 bucks. We're going to try to win this thing. Um, if if yeah. we win it, I don't know that it'll ever make the table. It'll probably end up on my nightstand. This
3: uh, this bid will be no. done in two wow. days.
2: I think it is. Yeah,
3: we have two days. So two days, nine hours and forty four minutes.
2: Oh. We got to win it. All right, go so, Cox. So Chicago, your race pretty much
1: was terrible. So man, let's let's back up the Xfinity race. Uh, Ross qualified really well, third uh, for Act Solutions. He goes out and uh, man, we 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 are running decent and we have that first pit stop. And we figured out that the right rear was losing air. So all the adjustments that Ross was calling for and the adjustments that Chris Rice made, man, we completely freaking lost it because our our adjustments were for something that wasn't true to the car because we basically adjusted to the tire that was going flat, right? So we get Ross super loose. He goes out there. Hits the wall, knocks the tail over two inches, separates the spoiler from the deck lid. So we really fought all day, just just loose man. And uh, he came back to finish eighth after Christopher Bell got tossed, DQ'd for being what too low, too low. The standard has been set. And then yeah, my Sunday man, Clint. Uh, we we tried to try to strategy there um, in the it first went stage. Wrong. It did. And. The tire came apart on his right rear tire, and we spun out, tore the quarter panel. And here's how tough Clint Boyer is, because this didn't get any coverage, and it's probably not ever going to get mentioned if I don't mention it. The crush panels were knocked completely out of the car. Fast forward, right rear catches on fire. I see it. TJ and I are standing beside each other. We're pointing yeah, at it. We're pointing it. 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 We
2: were going around to you when it did. and
1: I was like, oh. Boom. He's on fire. He pits. Guess what happens? Fire extinguisher guy comes, sprays the right rear tire <laughs> There's no crush panels in the car, which means the guy standing on pit road can literally look through the car, see Clint, see the right rear, see the asphalt where the car is sitting. <laughs> the Clint. There's nothing to protect him. Clint's visor was up. This guy hammers him with a freaking fire extinguisher. So not only, bad for you. Not only does Clint keep racing and keep doing his job. He never said a single word. Wow. So when you want to know how tough these guys are, you go sit in a freaking car and let me spray fire extinguisher in your face, in your eyes, in your mouth. The only thing he said was, Hey guys, I got something in my eyes. Hand me a wet rag.
3: Damn.
1: Get yeah, you some of that that's for amazing. being badass. That's amazing.
3: That's impressive.
1: Now, yeah. not, and not to mention, he's been you know working all weekend in a hundred plus degree heat. I, what, what do you think it was? One hundred fifty in those cars, probably. I
3: think they showed one hundred fifty three. Yeah, yes, yeah. one
1: hundred one fifty three. Yeah, so, all you
2: pansies out there saying these guys aren't athletes, go get yeah. go go ride it's with a, them for four hours. It's a trying environment. Like you're, they do have, um, you know, obviously they have some sort of AC and driver stuff, but you're still sitting in a box that's a 160 degrees with a fire protective suit on. Three so layers it, it's hot so um, yeah these guys they people yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna outrun somebody down the, down the sideline to catch a bomb but these guys are athletes and you can put I would put some of our guys you know like uh like a Jimmy and them up against some of these other athletes and I'll bet Jimmy could outrun them and I'll bet Jimmy could last long and more endurance than them guys some percent agree yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Alex in his interview said that he hadn't done much except for maybe training a lot more working out more for endurance purposes so
2: yeah, I bet uh, I bet Joey had fun running the Xfinity race. Uh, our car was a handful. We were we were fighting loose. Um, I really thought on the last restart we were lining up fourth, and the um, the double zero was the was the fastest car. And He's he was, a rocket. He was fifth, so I'm like, okay, well, we can get out in front of him. We can definitely make it hard to pass for him. Um, but he was able to go three wide down the front stretch. I thought that I think he was behind Noah. and Noah just kind of let him drive down the inside and i was like oh that's the end of that so he was a rocket yeah he was the best car by far. shiplet has that car flying yeah they, they they have a lot of speed and i just wonder if they're peaking too soon you know most time when you peak now
3: towards the end of the season are you yeah. saying
2: what the big three peaked too soon
1: and you you just came in and stole it from them? no because you no. got your momentum at the right time to win a championship obviously
2: uh yeah but that was in the chase already um that was in the chase, but you know, sometimes I feel like if you're hot right now, someone else like Reddick wasn't hot right now. Yeah. He, we were all wondering if he was even going to be, you know, contention. Cont- right. And then he wins championship. Right. Right. So, well, you yeah, never know. Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It'll so. be interesting the rest of the year, especially heading into the playoffs. Like, you know, they're in the playoffs, but, you know, once the playoffs started, I felt like a lot of guys didn't do as well as they did in the regular season. Yeah. And then Reddick kind of just shined. So,
2: yeah. Should we, be interesting. uh, all right.
3: Shall we spot on spot off? Spot on spot off. Spot on,
2: spot on, spot off. He's spot off. I'm going
1: spot on. Spot on you like it. Spot off, you don't like it, and
3: you say why either way. first topic. Austin Hill tells Grant and Pinger, if you touch me again, I will kick your ass. I'm gonna start with you, Brett, cause Ooh. your face lit up spot on, spot off.
1: I'm just gonna say this, man. I grew up in Pageland, South Carolina, and they were Three things that made you fight. If somebody said F you to you in a very aggressive manner, if somebody called you the P word in an aggressive manner, <laughs> or if somebody told you they were going to kick your ass, those three things made a fight break out. This guy, Austin Hill, and look, I hear he's a big, bad country boy. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Um, he wouldn't say that in on South Carolina, unless he was going to get hit in the face and fight. And Grant Infinger, I heard his, his PR lady, Jessica, uh, I think it's her name. I've uh, known her for a long time. I hope I didn't screw her name up. Um, <laughs> I heard her saying, be the bigger man and walk off. And that's absolutely what you should do. But, man, my upbringing was going, oh, he's getting ready to hit him. <laughs> uh, but, man, w- the awesome part about it is the fans get to see the raw emotion. Yes. And the fans get to see the personalities. And when Infinger touched him on his chest, I couldn't really figure out why he was touching him to begin with because – if I'm mad at you, the last thing I want you to do is touch me. And clearly, they were mad at each other. And then when he touched him, it set Austin Hill off. So spot on for the fact that fans got to see that. And if you haven't seen that clip, go get
2: it. I, I haven't seen I, it till I, yesterday. I, I didn't. I didn't know it happened. I don't even know what. Didn't even know what happened until right now. Freddie sent it to me. So, Endfinger went up to Austin Hill and. So they were having words, and
1: as Infinger went to walk off, he put his hand on his chest like this, and Hill took and swiped his hand, and he said, don't touch me again, I'll kick your ass. Don't touch me, don't touch me, I'll kick your ass. And, like, the way Infinger was standing, he had a right hook right at his jawline if he wanted to hit him. But, obviously, he was a better man, and that's what he should do for himself and his sponsors. But the Redneck in me came out for 30 seconds, and I was like, oh, he told him he was going to kick his ass and the guy didn't do anything.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean – the only time this has really ever happened. This goes back most of the time if you say it you don't do it. The only, the last guy that didn't say anything, that just did it is in Australia right now <laughs> and he just did it. Uh-huh. So and that might have been the best connected punch in NASCAR ever. Ever. So um yeah, most of the time most of the time that's not I'm not going to do it. That's just that I'm bigger than you type thing. But who knows though? I don't know. Whatever. That sounds interesting. I'm glad the raw emotion part got seen because now it's exciting. Now we go to where, where they run next, Kentucky, I think. Now we go to Kentucky and is. The, Austin Hill's making a lot of people mad. He's like the new Joy I Logano. Thinking. Joy Logano
1: made everybody <laughs> mad. He wrecked everybody and had everybody swinging at him. Like Austin Hill's the new Joy Logano. He's making
2: everybody mad. They were. It's like every week they're pointing at somebody almost because they, you know, there was some stuff tweeted earlier in the year about blocking and stuff. And I mean, they won the first race of the year by blocking. They won Daytona by blocking. So, um, look, just race. But I, you know, the, this is the Truck Series is a great series, and it's fun to see this go on. With uh, you know, Austin Hill's a hard racer. He's fast, hard racer. Grant's got a lot of speed. Um, Johnny's also you know, sitting there waiting, I mean he's ready to pounce at any time. So these guys are on a big stage. I just love the
1: blue collar feel that we get out of that series right now. I Ross Chastain's a watermelon series. farmer. <laughs> Austin Hill's this country boy. Yeah. Like I don't I don't feel like there's a lot of punks over there winning races right now. Like
2: I feel like most of these guys are blue collar badasses.
3: And fans yeah, I, can relate to them so much. You see that we team. have a little
2: bit of everything. You kinda you got the country guy, you got Austin Hill, you got the bulldog with Johnny. You got Crafton, who's the guy that just kind of sits back and lets these guys, you know, although Crafton did have Ross Jack Tup at Gateway. Um, But these are hard racers, man. It's an exciting series. I love it.
3: Warm warm racing conditions before the storm versus cool conditions after the storm. How about you, TJ? Spot on, spot off.
2: Um, I'm not. I can't spot on the cold racing conditions yet because we've yet to... um, I thought the race. I still think racing is good when it's hot and slick. I think the guys fight more handling stuff. I think there's, uh, um, but you know, there's two sides of it. Racing's hot and slick, guys fighting the cars. Or do you want it cold and everybody just flying, drafting, no lifting, um, wide open slot racing? You know, there's two sides of it. I think they can both produce good racing with this package. Um, one just requires more handling than others, and I prefer. I like the idea of having to make your car handle. I like the idea of having to make the driver lift and learn different techniques and stuff like that rather than here I come with a run, I'm in the draft, here's my run, I'm gonna go to the bottom. You know, I, I prefer the um just the, the handling stuff. NASCAR and Chicagoland Speedway should write a thank
1: you, a handwritten thank you letter to Mother Nature. Because the cooler conditions with this cup package yields a better race. The cooler conditions yields a better experience for the fans. And I can tell you, running that race in the evening, I got home at 1 a.m. And and it was because it ended up being a a late evening race. Um, But that's okay because I think it was better for the viewing experience. And I think it was better for the people that were there live. And I think that means spot on for the fact that we ended up racing not during the day because as tj said saturday was absolutely brutal. brutal borderline dangerous hot
2: it was hot but I, I i still i don't think hot racing i don't think hot weather kills the racing i think it i think it turns into a different type of racing um but we haven't had a hot mile and a half we yet. saw
1: those top four guys yesterday be able to run very close to each other and make some passes i mean i was you know watching Larson and, and Jimmy and Harvick and, and those guys just, man, mix it up for leading and running top four. And, and I think when we look at this package, Kansas was a good race. Charlotte at night was a good race. I think
2: you'll have a different group of guys if it's hot a hot mile and a half compared to a cool mile and a half. I think there's a – some of them will be the same, but I think you'll have a different group of guys work their way to the front. It was a parade from fifth on back. But the
1: top four were racing and that's exciting, man. That's good. So I'm spot on for what we ended still up just happening. haven't had a hot mile and a half yet though. Oh we will. Kentucky's coming. Or is that no. a night race? Please. It's a Saturday night race. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that one's hot too.
2: Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> TJ, this one is for you for sure. Great. Contact between the eighteen and twenty two after the eighteen throws a block going down the back stretch. What do you think?
2: I think he blocked and he shouldn't have, and he got a flat tire because of it. I mean, inside's inside. If the guy's there, sure, you can run him lower and lower and lower, but um, some guys aren't going to lift, and other guys are. And I think when Kyle – I don't know what issue Kyle had in the beginning. He had some sort of problem where he got a lap down or something. Did he have a cut a tire? Yes, Kyle did. He cut a tire, but ever since he cut that tire, he was knifing back through the field, like, and he was not wasting time with anybody. I I saw him have – two or three cars jacked up on the front stretch. Did you see any of them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he was being very, very aggressive. And that's fine. I mean, I, there, I have no problem racing like that, but this is just something that happens from that. You know, we had a big run on Kyle. We, got, we made a move that I believe Kyle would have made. If you have a run on a guy and you can get to the bottom in three, you pretty much take it. I mean, that was a good passing spot. It was hard to get grip anywhere but the bottom in three and four. You could complete the pass if you could get inside of a guy. Whose fault was it? For what? For the contact. We went as low as we could go and still make the corner.
3: So Kyle's fault?
2: Uh, yeah, you can't run a guy that low. He never so
1: – so Hirschman
2: comes down to me and he's like, man, I, I told him he needed to give you room. I told him you were there. I told him to give you room. And That's what I was going to ask you next if you all talked about it. Yeah, he's like, sorry. I mean, I told him you were there. I'm like, ain't it bothering me? I mean, we're still rolling along. You guys got a flat tire from it, which I yeah. don't want to – you know, you don't want to – I like good hard racing, but um, they're just – That's two hard-nosed guys though, that are
1: very aggressive, don't Well, that's don't what I'm them. saying. There's One guy, give and take in our sport, and then those guys don't give. They take. And yeah, so you got two
2: takers. you got to run. You know that's a passing area. And you, are you going to back out? Nah. I wouldn't back out. I ain't backing out. Yeah.
1: Hey, did you see the move that Chase Elliott made down the back stretch? He got clear. And, I mean, when I say clear, it was by inches. And he freaking shot to the bottom, made and, it three yeah, wide, oh, yeah. getting into three. Like, cleared them all. That was exciting. And, and it just is a testament – My favorite part about this cup package is the restarts are freaking insane. We were five wide at a point yesterday. Oh, yeah. Five wide, you're second from the bottom. Wow, I can't believe I just said that at a mile and a half. I was uh, two outside, one inside a
2: handful of times.
1: It was insane on those restarts for the first three to four laps. And if you were on the bottom line – and you were like the fourth or fifth car in line, and that bottom line lost momentum, you might as well pull up a park brake. You were yeah. dunk. You were the junk. Only... I went from ninth to 22nd because the car three ahead of me had a problem, and by the time we got woed up, we didn't have anybody to help pick us up and get us going again. Next thing you know, I'm like, four wide, you're on the bottom with yeah. no momentum. You're killed.
2: I think this package is pretty fun, and I don't think it's far off. I think it's a couple small adjustments away from creating a little bit smaller wake where guys can stay closer. Um, I, I don't think it's far from being a really, really, really fun package for a majority of a run. I mean, it's fun now, but like you said... You look like a guy that loves fun packages.
3: <laughs> Way to make it inappropriate. Well, that wasn't inappropriate.
1: He loves fun packages. I I love. Love, you fun probably package. love fun packages.
2: Yeah. We all love fun packages. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. Go I Cox. think... <laughs> I married the most fun package I ever met, so it's all good. Oh. What a shout-out.
0: Yes. Points. God, Points. it's like he's talking
2: about his race teams. He must
1: <laughs> want to go back to Disney. <laughs> Though they're going. This weekend, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine being in Orlando right now? No.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine being in Daytona a week from now or five days? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to be. Yeah, you know that roof that... Just reflects the sun into you? That's
1: what people don't get, man. Like, I know we're (laughs) griping about how hot we get, but we're standing outside. We're closer to the sun is my theory, right? It's hot. (laughs) And then we have aluminum underneath us that that ricochets
2: and deflects and reflects the sunlight, right? So we're getting it both ways. I burnt the inside of my nose. top and the bottom.
3: How do you burn the inside of your nose? It was
2: a joke, Casey, the reflection.
3: Sorry, it's confusing. It's like snow
2: skiing. You ever been snow skiing and got sunburned? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. So I, you know, I... Me and Dell Jr., he's at the racetrack working now, so I see him there and stuff, and we're texting and stuff. I'm like, man, that AC's got to be nice down there, you know, and joking about how hot. I was telling him, like, dude, it's hot up here. So he gets on the Xfinity broadcast and I guess makes a comment about how I always complain how hot it is. Come on up for a practice. That's (laughs) what I
1: want to happen is I want one of the high-ranking NASCAR officials to come up, put on a headset, and stand there with us for 10 hours, and they would immediately build shade. Or an There's hour. There's no way they're going to yep. stand up there and be as there
3: hot as I am. There to be a sponsor I don't understand for this How there isn't. Like tent.
2: Let us it's wear hot. shorts or give us <clears throat> shade or both. Yes. I mean, I, uh, uh, just a simple, you know those, like, those little, uh, I don't even know what they're made out of, the little things they put over the parks and stuff, the little like. The playground. The sheet. playground. Yeah, yeah, the canopies they put up and stuff. They're portable totally. They unhook them during winter. They put them up in summer. Just something like that. You should please. just get your
3: own, like a little personal one.
2: We can't. Yeah, yeah, we're not allowed. We're not supposed okay. to because they're afraid it'll blow in the stands. Yeah,
3: mm. but
2: if they were to just put some, which I get, that's a safety up. concern. Yeah, no, I get it too. They should but...
3: put a bigger one. Yeah, I agree.
2: The... Anyway, all right, go ahead, keep rocking.
3: Hamlin's tweet after the uncontrolled tire penalty. Uh, here's what he said, if I can find it. Um, this was a retweet from the NASCAR handle, um, ruined our day, and for what? A nickel and dime judgment call? This intent is not why this rule was put into place. Let's go back to using common sense. Thoughts? How about you, Brett?
1: Denny got a $50,000 fine one time for sending out a tweet. <laughs> yes. uh, I don't know about you, but I can't, I can't imagine a $50,000 fine that you literally are just writing a check for $50,000 for a 140 character tweet. And the thing is when, when you get fined in our sport, if you don't pay the fine, you can't return to the racetrack. Right? So for Denny to send out this tweet is big because it shows you how passionate he is and how much he feels that him and his team were done wrong. So I have to say spot on for the passion and the emotion that he shared with the public, because without social media, this never happens. And this is why our sport is so great is because not only do you get to listen to the to the chatter while we race, you're inside of the huddle on the scanner on these apps, but you also get these guys after the race giving you their true
2: feelings about the experiences. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think that's good. But, you know, if you're going to be vocal about it and you don't like it, talk about it when it happens to others as well. Happened to, uh, I think, us last year, right? We talked about it on the show. I think we. I mean, but look, it's it's their call. The guy left the tire for a second, and you're not allowed to do that. So, um, and it happened. I think Jimmy maybe last year as well. I mean, it happens. But if you're going to be vocal about it, be you know vocal about it when it happens to everybody, not just
1: you. I yeah. learned something yesterday. Uh, we have this thing called a clock, right? A six minute clock that we go on right. when we're on this VDP, right? Is that what they call it, TJ? Uh, DVP? Yeah, it's like damage something. Damage vehicle policy. DVP. Yes. That's it. So yesterday, we blow a right rear tire. We tear up our car. We bring out the caution. I put us on DVP, the six-minute clock. So I'm counting down the time. You got damage.
2: It's not mechanical.
1: Yes. So once I meet my six minutes. I can't work on my car anymore. At that point, I have to go back to the track and I have to make minimum speed. We return to the track. I never heard them announce to us that we made minimum speed. So I went down and asked the official, Sako who's one of my favorite officials, uh, Jason Brownlow will get jealous that I said that, but that's okay. <laughs> so I go down and I'm like, man, I, man, am I, am I okay? Did I make minimum speed? He radios into the tower. The tower then tells him the 14 was never on DVP. So I had to ask for clarification why. So the the explanation was, I didn't hit anything. Had I hit something, being a wall or being another car, then I would have been on DVP. So Daniel Suarez, later in the race, at some point made contact with, I believe, the 11. The 11 hit him. Yep. Okay. Laps later, I see his left rear smoking going into turn one. He pits. They fix it. He goes back out, and I hear NASCAR say, the 41 has cleared DVP. And I'm like, I wouldn't have put him on DVP, but I would have put us. So that's the thing where you know people think we always know all the rules, which it's our job to know. Um, I didn't know. I would have put the 41 not on the clock, and I would have put me on the clock. But the reality is, even though if, if TJ and I hit each other this week and 10 laps later – one of us has to pit because of the damage. We go on DVP, even even though it didn't bring out a caution, and even though um, we we may not necessarily think we go on it. If you hit something and then pit, you're on DVP. So
3: you are what the one. What if you one... hit
1: something, meet minimum, and then pit later? Once you meet minimum, I would think you're cleared.
2: Right? Yeah, because like you're off
1: the six minute clock. Say the
2: forty one gets hit by the eleven, has damage, but runs three laps, and you know he makes minimum easily. And is he already cleared?
1: We'll have to ask the, the, I, I the, the officials.
2: I believe it's if it's involved in
0: the same incident. If the damage is from the uh, previous incident, you're well, still meaning, on that clock. You're still on that six-minute clock. You're
3: going back to make more But repairs. you've already
1: made minimum. Though. You've already yeah. made minimum. you, you, you got to realize that that he made minimum after they made contact. But
2: then he had a problem from after. the contact That's when they start to put you on the clock. His tire, he pitted that next lap. But what I'm saying is sometimes you have tire rubs that clearance themselves and you can continue on. Right, right. Interesting. So
3: are you the one that makes that call? Like you say to the official on the – uh, spot or stand, hey, we want to go on DVP.
2: So
1: No, no, we don't. We, you no. never want to be on DVP. Well, no. got it. So 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 that's the first thing. But the second thing is I have a clock that I have to manage on my phone, uh, okay? okay? So I'm managing that clock. Guess what we don't have? We don't have the ability to see the official clock. So if I've got us at 550 when we leave Pit Road and you're at 601, we're disqualified from the race. So what I actually texted my crew chief this morning, Booga, and I said, can't they put – something somewhere on our fan vision or on our scoring monitors that a lights up you know purple purple means you're on dvp and then with a little clock that actually counts down to make it official because tj and i are at their mercy in terms of the timing we don't know exactly how much time is left on dvp we're guessing we're unofficial
3: got it when you said it earlier i thought you said as though you were talking to the official about it so just kidding yeah interesting Um, All right, Alex Bowman holds off Kyle Larson for his first career Cup Series win. Spot on, spot off. TJ? I
2: mean, spot on. He didn't finish second. So this just um, validates their mile-and-a-half program right now, the runs that he's had. It just validates that. Uh, You know, he had a lot of speed, the run right before the end. You weren't there, I don't think. He was driving away. And then we had that final pit stop under green, and we're running third, Larson's running second. We run Larson down, but we're we're both catching Bowman. I'm like, oh, wow, this is interesting. We're two, three tenths faster than him a lap. And I'm like, wow, this is getting ready to get really interesting. We needed to clear the 42 though to have a good run at Bowman. We just never the best run we had, we had a um a lap car in the middle of the track off the corner and we had to go below him which gave Larson more of a run off the corner we couldn't side draft him on the front stretch so he cleared us and then we lost 2-3 Carlington after that. Once you lose your momentum with this package it takes it a while to build back up and he was able to go run down the 88 pass him and did you watch? I did. Yeah, He was able to pass him and uh, I was very surprised by that. I was very surprised the 42 was able to get there and pass him but I was even more surprised the '88 dug back in and and got back around Larson. Um, Larson's fast. I mean, most time when you get around to me, he's late in these races. It's hard to get back by him. So, you know, congrats to them guys. I know a lot of them guys personally from you know being over there a couple of years ago. There's a there's still a a handful of them there. So, great to see them win. Um, happy for Greg and you know some of my personal friends in that car.
1: First wins are special, and, and I'm obviously stating yeah. the obvious with that. But spot on for the fashion in which he became a first-time winner. He had second-place finishes at three completely different style of racetracks, which says as a driver that he has matured and that he has gained experience. It's making him a better driver. I remember watching him drive some cars in the Xfinity Series back in the day, man, and just really being on the right rear, being super sideways. And I was friends with his crew chief, which was Chris Rice, and I would text him going, man, your car is sideways loose. And he's like, really? Alex isn't saying a word. So it's it's fun to watch those guys – Progress and, and and learn what they need in order to be able to go fast. Uh, Kevin Hamlin's a, a guy I consider a good friend of mine. Excited for him to be a part of a first win, and I hope Alex throws
2: one heck of a party. He, he must have. Last night. He did. He, <laughs> he must <laughs> have
3: continued through the morning. Yeah, yeah the
2: sun came up. Alex, we I invited Alex to come on the show, but I uh I looked at TJ um, halfway through the race, not oh, actually later than that, and I was like, hey, if he wins, we need to, you need to text that guy and see yeah. if he wants to come on our show. Alex, uh, I knew after seeing some pictures and getting some texts, uh, a couple of us were texting at 3 o'clock in the morning almost, and I knew they were going to be um, up and... Uh, He'll
3: have to come on later. Good
2: for him. Yeah. I know, man. That's awesome. You know, good, good for the, the guy, too. You know, he, he got, I guess, Greg stayed until almost 7am or it's him. <laughs> so mean. Greg
1: started crying during the MRN interview he literally yeah. got so emotional and he dedicated yeah. that win to his mother That's and he crazy. was he was in tears
2: yeah that and Greg's a really good guy too he's real quiet um but Greg's a Greg's a good guy so uh, congrats to them guys first wins are always really cool and it's good to see um it's good to see you know Alex get it and he's earned it i mean it's not like it's a fluke deal he got up there and earned it
3: Let's take a break and see what's coming up this week on the Dale, Dale Jr. Jr. Download. <laughs> Dale Jr. Download, right, TJ?
2: The Dale, the Matthew Donner Download oh, featuring featuring Dale Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's not <laughs> good. That should be their intro. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Welcome to the Matthew Donner Download featuring Dale Jr. and Mike Davis. The
0: Dale Jr. Jr. Download. Listen up. When you're done listening to Door Bumper Clear, go listen and subscribe to my podcast, the
2: Dale Jr. Download. This week, guys... Young superstar Haley Deegan joins us on the show. Plus, catch us on TV Tuesday, 5 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. The Dale Jr. Download, available on major podcast platforms. The Dale Jr. Download. Dirty
1: I sent out a tweet last week, and I said we have another new NASCAR sponsor coming in. And this is my personal second one this year that I've been involved with. And these guys are going to do great things with with leveraging our race fans. The company name is OfferPad. You can go to their website, OfferPad.com. If you want to sell your house, this is the absolute easiest way you will ever be able to go online. It takes only a few minutes to enter your information. And boom, you got an offer on your house. You don't have to deal with a real estate agent. Look, I love real estate agents. I got buddies that are real estate agents. But the millennial crowd doesn't like talking to people. They hate people. <laughs> no. So yes. when you have a company like OfferPad, which is a tech real estate company,
2: this is easy. I'm trying to get TJ to list his house. You know, and I just might because really all you do is you're going to put your address in. Do you want to sell or not? But one of, the, one of the things that sets OfferPad apart is the fact that when you do sell your home, Guess what? What? Me and you move them. No, I'm just kidding. It's not going to be.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be. Movers. No, no, no. I that's have bro-
2: that's false. I have a broken shoulder and a broken and, uh, butt. Yes. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm not much help. Um, but they will move you too, which kind of sets them apart from you know anyone else, and uh, which is really cool, man. So if you want to sell your home, check them out. You know, you can go in there and put your home in. Maybe they're, maybe they'll give you a great offer. Yeah, I, we're going to help you guys
1: sell your houses.
2: And, and when you move,
1: you can actually just move in with TJ. Because I've been to his house. His house is huge. It's new. It's only a couple years old. He's got plenty of room for you. And, That's and completely Brett's, false. Brett is
3: buying a boat so you can move into his boat if you'd like I'm getting to. a
0: new a boat, boat tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Is it a houseboat? Are you going to
0: name your boat, Casey?
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to name my boat. Wedding pits. <laughs> and and I'm, this is breaking news because I haven't even told her yet. But I'll let her listen on this podcast. I'm going to name my boat after my mom. Aww. It's going to be called Shady Glady. Her oh, name's Glady, oh uh, yeah, and she uh, listens to this show. She too. She listens so. to this show, yeah. That's so cool. Shady Glady is going to be my pontoon boat <laughs> name. It's got a slide on top of it. It's a tri-tune. It's got a 200 horsepower motor because you
2: need that in a pontoon boat. Clearly, yeah. you dang right, Clearly. it's going to be. Pull it too. What's the first fun? song that gets played? Pontoon boat. First song, um,
3: man. That's a good question. Boater boating.
1: Motor but That's a good one. Yeah, Home a tune. Hey, if it was a
0: houseboat, would OfferPad be- it, sell it? If it, if it was a houseboat, guys. <laughs> we would yeah. definitely go to OfferPad. Yeah, we got to ask them.
2: Yeah. Either way,
3: it. they are supporting DVC, <laughs> yeah. so you definitely need to support them. They're and great. Honestly,
2: it's a really good idea because being someone that's moved in the last couple of years, you know, Sucks. moving is a pain. It's stressful. They're taking the stress out of them.
3: the fact that people these days need to have flexibility. I mean, this is perfect.
2: It's wow. awesome. And yeah. I can
1: tell you guys this, too. We're going to do some things on this show where they're going to do giveaways to the fans. Oh, so um, you guys, check them out, OfferPad.com, OfferPad on Twitter. It's the way of the future. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tweet it out. It is the way of the future, man. What, what an easy, great way to sell your home.
2: Yeah, no waiting for, no prepping your home for staging your home. Um, here's my address. What, what do you give me? Boom. Thank you. Yeah, done. Check them out.
3: Before we head in the fast lane, let's hear more about pristineauction.com.
1: pristineauction.com is an online auction site where you guys can go to get authentic memorabilia from your favorite athletes, favorite entertainers. They got it all. They do have it all. It's affordable is the best part. I can't believe you got the helmet for under 70 bucks, man. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. So I've been browsing on there too quite a bit. Um, I've been going there and they have everything. I almost bought a Michael Jordan, the wing where he's got his arms Oh, the out. arm span. Yeah, the <laughs> yes. wingspan. I almost bought that. Do you, so. know,
1: do you know in real life that your wingspan a lot of times is your actual height? What? Yeah, so if you hold your hands out as far as you can. Damn, tip. I'm when, short. When you measure I'm tip, really sure when I'm you I'm measure tip to tip.
0: What about Trump, tr- tr- Trump with his small hands? Ooh. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with it.
1: But you got tip to tip of your fingers. A lot of time is your height. Now you got a guy like Rajon Rondo, which we could get a Rajon Rondo autograph. I bet off pristineauctions.com. Uh, dot no, Absolutely. But Rajon Rondo, his wingspan is actually a lot taller than he is, or something crazy. Like he's a freak. Crazy. That's why he's a yeah. That's why he's a ball handler. How did yeah.
3: we even start talking about this?
1: Because that's what we do. We yeah. talk about pristineauctions.com, John Rondo, and how you get an autograph. So they today, have... we're going to get a Steve Spurrier yes. signed
0: something. Somebody please,
3: ble- please bid against Brett. No. And- no. Shut up. I, this thing. No. You don't want, I don't want to see that. I football.
1: want this table filled. The problem is we have yes. a lot of listeners we're from gonna South Carolina. We're going to fill this table. We have a lot of listeners from South Carolina. I have a lot of Twitter followers that are Gamecock fans. And <laughs> when we tweet each other, go Cox. Man, it's a great feeling. So I know those people are going to be bidding against us, but I hope we pull it off. They feel like really champions do. too, don't they? Hey, don't forget we got a freaking <laughs> deal. Where if you can enter the word, word code
2: clear C L E A R for all you people that failed yes. first grade spelling clear, and, uh, such a hard word to spell. Daily auctions every day there. That you know, it started Al- Alex
3: just, is on there. He just yeah. won his first race. I think uh, you can get a signed eleven by fourteen photo. I think it's going for six eighty. It's probably
2: starting at one dollar right now.
3: Yeah. Either way, I mean that would be a good one coming off his win.
0: Which, yeah. which uh, auctions have you done yet, uh, TJ? I mean, because there's the uh, you know they're all they all started a dollar, but there's that ten minute auction, there's the daily auction, the ten minute one. I've only done it once, and it's crazy.
2: Yeah. So you <laughs> there's it's, it's exciting. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like being at a real auction because you're kind of nervous when you're bidding. And uh, you want to get the last bidding because you want to win, but you're kind of like, uh, oh, you know, somebody's sitting out there waiting to just outdo you by a few dollars or you know, just a an enormous amount. But um, you know, it's a really cool site. Go check it out. I've had a I've had a really good time scrolling through there, and um, you know, I look mostly Buffalo Bills things. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, they have. I almost. You know, I almost bought a Josh Allen signed helmet as well, but I didn't want to jinx the upcoming season. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I get superstitious about that. So, it, whatever I've been doing for the last twenty years has been wrong. So maybe I do need to buy it. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm down with you. <laughs> I just hope we get the Steve Spurrier mini helmet. No, it's a uh, football. football.
3: It's a football.
2: That's helmet. Yeah, it was last time. That's already was last time. We already got a mini helmet. That's even we got better a mini helmet. We yes. got a football. We could toss that dude, thing around. That and yeah.
3: I'm totally biased, but they sponsored Chad. They also, ProceedAuction.com won. They put in victory lane in the midget uh, last night with Christopher that. Bell oh, running. Yeah. So I, you know, I didn't know Christopher find and some... Chad or
2: were
1: such good buddies.
3: Yes, they are very close.
1: That's awesome. Yes. Good for him. I've so... never been around Christopher Bell. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that he's one hell of a race car driver, but he's that's cool. great. I yeah. saw him last night. Is he
2: night? quiet?
3: Um, once you get to know him, no. he's, So he's if he cool.
2: came and sat on the show, would he be really quiet? I don't think so. Hmm.
3: We only one way to find out, right?
2: I guess I don't. I don't know enough about Christopher Bell to really, you know, get him on here and and um, make him uncomfortable. But that's what it's- <laughs> that's TJ's favorite. So maybe thing to we do don't want him. Yeah. Just make people show. uncomfortable. <laughs> well, we got to ask him some, you know, questionable. We do. Know, we, we do. That's what we do. and he be like, "Uh."
3: Maybe one one day when we figure out where he's going, he'll come on the show. Well, he's three. getting
2: married soon, right?
3: He is. He just so got maybe, his option
2: picked up with Gibbs. Yes. Maybe we'll. He'll yeah. post a bunch of wedding pictures, <laughs> that we can have mine. You know
3: him. what? I will tell him to.
2: Did he come to your wedding? <laughs>
3: he did on his birthday. Oh, are
2: you going to send
1: him a was
3: he wedding picture? He's not in the wedding. Uh, <laughs> in
1: the wedding. <laughs> oh, It's Christopher Bell's birthday. Let's all celebrate with a Casey Hames boat. Wedding picture! <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh! She's
0: oh doing the mouth God. thing again. She's getting mad. Hey guys, uh, there's squirrels that just are running around in this. Literally uh literally have the right worst now. ADD. It, look at that squirrel over we there. Hey, remember, pristine. It's quick to to. Uh, it's quick. It's free to register. Free to bid. Yeah. You only uh, win the items that you buy, and uh, of course, uh, Brett, tell us about that registration. code. What is it again?
2: Clear. C L E A R. If you love D B C go check out and win some items on pristineauction.com. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. And don't forget to register with the code CLEAR. C l e a r. E a r. <laughs> love it. Alright. Let's go into the Fast Lane.
3: Three racing questions. One off-the-wall question. 30 seconds to respond to each.
2: Only 30 seconds. How Are you gonna stop with some talking? Good luck. Fast lane.
3: First question, NASCAR threw a caution on lap 173 when Kevin Harvick made slight contact with the wall. Should that have brought out a caution? What do you think, Brett?
1: Man, I don't know anymore what's caution worthy. I saw Kevin hit the wall. He came off the wall. And then I think the second time he hit the wall... Uh, is is probably the reason they threw it. But the thing is, those guys are watching on monitors and they're watching live. So what we don't always know as a spotter is how much stuff is coming off their car. Is there debris being strode that we yeah, don't necessarily able to see? So my assumption is that NASCAR saw something there that I couldn't see from the roof because from where I stood, I was very surprised it brought out a caution. But I think the second time he made
2: contact, something happened there. I think um, when, you, when you see an accident, sometimes if you're looking in turn four and you look back and you see a guy in one in the wall, you initially don't know how hard he hit. So, and if not, like you said, though, if a guy hits the wall and then he hits it again, there might be a problem. You might need to get safety equipment to that guy. To that guy. So, um, I don't have a problem with it. I think they, I think NASCAR calls a great race. I think um, there's, I mean, we're in Sonoma, basically caution free. If
3: if they were to hold off on throwing a caution any longer, I mean, you never know what could be wrong with the driver. What what if
2: what if he hit the wall the first time and got knocked knocked silly or something? Then if you don't throw the caution, these guys, you throw the caution because you need these guys to slow down. What if he comes back across the track and it doesn't matter who's coming through there at full speed? You got to slow them down. It's safety first. We got to protect our guys, and I think it's I think that's. I mean, I if you're looking in for, and you look down and you see a guy hit the wall and then he goes back and hits it again, something could be wrong. Here's the thing for me, man. We're all selfish as teams. There are times
1: we want a caution. Yes. We want them to throw the caution. There are times we don't want a caution. Mm-hmm. We're mad when they throw the caution. So NASCAR is always going to be in that hot seat of should they or should they yeah. not have thrown the yellow. The reality is when they throw a yellow, TV wins because they get to go to commercial Right? They got they gotta make money, right? So they gotta go sell ads. The fans win because they get another freaking exciting
2: restart. So as a fan, I think cautions are an awesome. They thing. take some heat sometimes because if a caution came out, a questionable caution came out ten to go yesterday and Alice doesn't win the race, they take some heat for that because of who is leading the race and stuff like that as well. And that's not really fair. You know, they take some they gotta they protect these drivers and if they feel like there's a problem, they put the caution out. And that's you know, they, their first thing is safety.
3: Jimmy Johnson finished fourth on Sunday, which is his best result since April of 2018. Do you think he'll win a race this season, and if so, where? TJ, um,
2: I'm I'm struggling to you know pick out a track right now, just off the top of my head, that I think Jimmy's just going to go and dominate at. The ones that I thought he would dominate at, he doesn't dominate anymore. Um, the package is different. I do think I do think he's learning it more and more, um, and, and getting. And obviously, they've got speed. He ran up front most of the night, so um, I think Jimmy can win. Um, I'm just not – It's I haven't seen enough yet. He hasn't had enough seconds. Alex had, what, three seconds, and now he's got to win. That's pretty stout. I saw
1: three different Hendrick drivers lead the race yesterday. And when I say lead, they didn't necessarily come off pit road with the lead. Like, those guys went up there, took the lead. They got passed. They took the lead again. That tells you that Hendrick Motorsports has made huge strides from the beginning of – Probably the year until now. And I would yeah. almost go back to the middle of last summer and say, wow, they've come a long ways. Racing is cyclical. You know, if you told me Stuart Haas wasn't going to have a win at this point in the season, I would have told you you're crazy. All four of say? our cars won last year. We didn't win. The, you know what I'm saying? So we, we can't win right now for whatever reason. Hendrick couldn't win. Well, it's cyclical. Now it's their turn. They got fast cars. Jimmy will probably win a race this year. I'm like TJ, though. I don't. I, I can't put my hands on where. I thought Martinsville, we'd see him really You got to stop using big words um what big the- word <laughs> cyclical cyclical not a big word
0: <laughs> anyway how'd you go to school you know he's from
2: pageland and cyclicals all, isn't all even four, a big word for him all time. four hendrick drivers were up there chase was trying to pass kevin for the lead so i don't you know i i don't know i mean they're they're definitely have made big strides so if this was a you know they would get the most improved player right now yeah
3: the final July Daytona race takes place this weekend as it will be moving to August in 2020. What has been your favorite July Daytona memory? Brett.
1: I guess Dale Jr. in the baseball car. You know, he went down there and won after losing his father. Um, I had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with him uh, at Daytona. We actually went down there for nine days. Me, him, Elliot, a bunch of us, a bunch of buddies. Josh Schneider. Uh, we acted like complete goons for the first three or four days. We had an off weekend. Um, they had a big concert. Man, the, Alabama came. Hootie and the Blowfish <laughs> came. It was so fun. TJ came later in the week, but he wasn't there for the first part of it. I, seeing that baseball car finish first, Michael Waltrip second, I think Elliott might have ran third, honestly, in that race right behind those guys. So that's probably – I mean, emotionally, how, how do you know I was a Dale Earnhardt fan growing up, though. You know, So for for me to see his son – get to do that that was special that
2: was way more than 30 seconds but i wasn't uh, going to cut him off cuz that was actually a beautiful was, moment hey, <gasps> oh my gosh um you know I, I i missed the weekend off before that uh it actually turned into like a family vacation for a lot of people um or it could have also been the most dangerous vacation of it the year it was dangerous for me <laughs> it was dangerous for me as well many times but after um we had like a 25 room house or something crazy uh, yeah. it was uh-huh. yeah i I'm not gonna tell Our damage story. fees yeah. were out the roof. Yes. Like Kelly I'm Earnhardt sure. got the bill for that, and she uh, went yeah. nuts. Every time I went there, we were ordering glass countertop kit, <laughs> tables and stuff that were. <laughs> it was. where'd a the of log, loggers and you go. Oh, we dumped it in the pool last night. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>, There's thing. <laughs> things like that. Um, anyway, my my favorite memory is probably um, remember the guy TJ that always took us the, around everywhere. The limo driver, yeah, he so, was. So we had a. This is no <laughs> lie. We had
1: a. We had a car. Okay, that TJ drove us around in. Not we, me. We had a limo that TJ drove us around in. Or we had a bus. So depending on how many guys wanted to go somewhere, yeah. We picked pick. which yeah, we all three were sitting in the driveway. You like, hey I, we're I going left out.
2: I woke up at seven in the morning and I had the worst headache. And this guy <laughs> sitting in the driveway in the limo, he took me in the limo to the seven eleven a few miles up the road. <laughs> he just get... sat
3: in the driveway and waited for you. Yes, Chris?
2: that was his job. If we wanted to leave, none of us were ever driving. Perfect. I so, truly
1: believe that TJ and I lived in the greatest era of NASCAR being really fun did. for those of us in the industry, <laughs> and I will tell you
2: what ruined it. These <laughs> cell phones. Oh. Boom. Social media. <laughs> it, cell phones ruined our lives. Brett, I never did anything questionable. I did. Yeah, you're boring, TJ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, they were fun, man. I mean... Hey, you want want to put some bubbles in the pool? Yeah, grab the laundry detergent. Imagine be- <laughs> being 26
1: years old. Some of your best friends are multimillionaires. You're making a pretty damn good living yourself. At 26, you're making way more than all your buddies are making at 26 outside of the sport. And you got private planes, helicopters, limos, <laughs> backstage passes. I mean, TJ and I, and I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you fact.
2: TJ and I lived the best life that any spotters in NASCAR history have <laughs> Can ever you bring lived. I, I, am, I am not complaining. I mean, we we loaded up one day and I'll go back to the July 4th in a second. Yeah, because
0: you know, the ding is going to
2: We loaded up one time and went to that water park in Daytona, right up there by 600 North. Yeah. Uh, we loaded up there and we just went water parking. And, and so we we're all like, all right, let's get on this water slide. <laughs> it said water, water parking. Park, That's, that That's a small word. <laughs> so I made that up maybe. Um <laughs> <laughs> and we just like, all right, you go. All right, you go. We had about a three second gap, and there was not enough water going down this slide for all of us to be going down it. So we all start stacking up halfway, and it's in a tube. So oh. all you hear is, wait, wait, don't go yet. <laughs> and man, I went down, and I, I knew the guy behind me. His name was Brian Thompson. I don't know if you remember him. I don't or remember not. him. He was six foot seven, oh. huge. And we got down there, and I crash into somebody, and I'm like, Oh no, you know who's coming next, and he's gonna <laughs> wipe us all out. Um, and he comes down there, and we just he clobber. Oh, it's so bad. Um, oh, a shirt that says water parking, oh, water parking <laughs> with that old Perfect. retro water slide looking thing. Yeah, but uh, no, they listen, we've we've had a we've had a lot of fun trips, and you know, I don't maybe um. Maybe we can have Dell Jr. as a guest one time and we can – Well, that's you why I wanted him to come that. on the show one time so we could tell <laughs> well, stories. Well, let's talk about the time Kid Rock parked his bus in your driveway. I mean, there, there's like uh, – We lived like rock stars for it, a long we've time. We've done a lot of fun stuff, man. I look back at it and I wish – I never took pictures. Neither. either. I you, never. You were
1: scared to. I yeah.
2: never – I just never wanted. That's what was I, mean, good. Yeah. I never really wanted to. I was – just, we were just hang, Yeah, we were hanging out and I, part of me wishes that I did sometimes because – but man, it's it's hard to sit there and explain to somebody what some of the things we've got to do were. Like literally, I mean, I went to Sturgis and drove a minivan. Yeah, Bad-a- he drives a minivan to Badass Dillner.
0: The badass is driving minivan to Sturgis. Yes.
2: You, I, you were not, minivaning. I did not belong. Yeah, we were minivaning. You're motor He's water parking and minivaning. Yeah, that minivan went to Mount Rushmore, and it was awesome. So. uh you know, but there's just so many things that we've got to do. But all right, well, thirty minute ding. My favorite memory at Daytona is probably, uh, you know, winning the. We ran that Wrangler car there, and that was pretty cool to me to go and, and spot that car to win that race. And I think we've won the July race two or three times. Um, we've been pretty successful down there in July. So it, you know, I, I always looked at it as uh, just a fun weekend. I knew we had a really good chance of winning. Ding.
3: Ding. Off the wall question: If you could throw the most American Fourth of July party of all time, name three famous Americans that would need to be there. <laughs>
2: Brett and Jorts, <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. So, uh, three famous Americans. I mean, I think I just named one, Kid Rock. Uh, but it's about as American as you can get. Um, famous Americans. Ooh, this is a good question. Do they have to be alive?
3: No, we can be.
2: Why oh, they gotta be? A, why, why they
0: gotta be? So no, it can you can't be
2: a, dead. You're what, are you gonna have George Washington hanging out. Why I mean, a I, I would probably. Um, oh, so they gotta be alive, right? I'd now. say alive. Okay, Let's so throwing a party right now. Who's coming? Kid Rock's gonna be there. Hell yeah. Um, you know. I... I don't know, man. I, I, for some reason, I want Tony Stewart there. You remember when Kid Rock took the Tony stage? Tony Stewart's a good one. I mean, I, for some reason, Tony I want Stewart? Tony there. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know, hell man. Yeah, he'll drink beer. He freaking loves America.
1: Is he gonna leave his shirt on because he's hairy? Oh, like a girl.
2: I don't. I'm not gonna touch Where him. Where
3: does that <laughs> even come from? <laughs> well, come on, he's I a big know, old man.
2: American hairy badass. All
3: right, and
2: you know. uh, a third one, man. So I got the rocker. I got the partier. Um, who else would you want there?
3: Brad Paisley would be kind of cool. Oh my right? god, I
2: just ruined my party! Um,
3: wow. Oh, okay. Come on. I mean, this now. is
2: a party like raising craziness. Ah, uh, Brad Paisley, a drink. Not like this. I mean,
3: okay. Well, that I happens. want
2: somebody that's he play a guitar. I want somebody that's kind of wild and going to be very, very entertaining. Um,
3: Brett Clint.
2: See, I, I had to take Tony over. Clint would be fun. Um, I don't know. You got three?
1: So, first of all, Clint and Elliot have to be there and they don't count because they're in my industry. They're in my world. So, they, they don't even count. Plus, they're two of the most fun guys you've ever been That's around. That's kind of why life. I didn't want to pick Tony. But anymore. it has to be pre baseball Elliot coaching, right? Because <laughs> Elliot Sadler, the race car driver, was fun as hell. Elliot, the baseball coach, isn't as fun as that guy was. So, I want that guy back. Obviously, Clint's fun no matter what. Vince Vaughn is the funniest dude I have ever been around in my life. I went to the Spearmint Rhino with him <laughs> in Las Vegas years and years ago. We we actually ran into him in Caesar's Palace. The spring
3: race this year?
1: We hung out. We went to Pure, um, which was a big nightclub yeah. out there. They literally made Motley Crue leave their booth, and they put them somewhere else for Vince Vaughn to have his booth. Roger Clements came over. Like Vince Vaughn is the funniest dude I've ever been around in my life. So then he – obviously Blake Shelton. He's funnier than hell, too. I'm all about having fun, right? Those two guys are fun, but we got to have some really
2: super hot chick that's coming. I think they'll be there, Brett. If you have Vince Vaughn in there, you're going to have Yeah, they're already going to come.
0: Why, you know
2: – Yeah, they are. Why why bring go? sand to the beach? Are you sure? Kid Rock, Vince Vaughn, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Gronk. <laughs> Gronk. 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 I can get down with Gronk. <laughs> That'd be, that's going to be a fun time. What about yeah. you, Casey? Chad, my wedding pictures yeah. and the dog. No,
0: seriously, she <laughs> might have a good perspective on this. You
2: have
3: to decide right now. We're putting you on the spot. N- no clue. Chad, Honestly, on. I would say like Chad,
2: Chad, and Chad. Oh, Janet, come on, Janet Jackson is my
1: third one. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Janet that's Jackson. A good one.
3: All right, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I would say. Have you ever Paisley? Listened? Let uh-huh.
1: her. She's taking too long. Go. Something. Yeah, hurry.
3: I like. I was thinking Blake Shelton. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. You, you'd be happy with that. Yeah, and he's bringing Gwen.
3: Uh. I don't really know who's American. That would be like... I haven't thought about it. Owen Wilson. Oh, he'd be a good one. Yeah,
1: When he's not depressed. Ashton not he have Kutcher. depressed issues?
3: I like Ashton Kutcher. Ashton
1: Kutcher would be fun. What about... Have you ever listened to Janet Jackson's songs, How Dirty They Are? Like, if you go back and really listen to her music... Yeah. She was dirty. Who's the other comedian I didn't realize that when I was guy. a
2: teenager. Will Ferrell would be all right. Yeah. Be okay. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, he'd yeah. be all right. I'm, I'm
0: taking uh, Clint Boyer... Brett Griffin because he's going to injure his ass <laughs> and my boy Donnie Leah that ran truck series because if you've ever partied with him it's a damn hoot is he fun
2: yeah that's all I'll say yeah <laughs> Donnie's one of them hey yo the deal hey you know the deal the deal's done Donnie the deal's done done the deal How you
1: doing you know the deal, you know the deal. that's a good off the wall question Jason it yeah, yeah, is a good, a good one. one great one about time no <laughs> all right
3: ask CBC Bradley88Billy asks, we've talked about drivers retiring and going to the booth to call races. Why are we not getting spotters to the booth? They know more about what's going on around the track. I don't know about these two. What do you think, TJ?
2: Hang on. I was looking at my pick. Go ahead, Brett. (laughs) Um, I'm glad you were looking at
1: your pick. Save us time later. (laughs) Hmm, I, think, I think the broadcast for me, if I were a fan, would be all about different perspectives. And I think the more perspectives that the booth can offer, the broadcast can offer, the better. I also think that the, the broadcast has to look at the broadcast as a factual sporting event. They don't need to be salesmen. And I think for whatever reason, I see pressure put on those guys for them to be salesmen of the sport. And I think our sport sells itself. I think, they just need to give facts. And listen, it's hard to be a broadcaster in our world because when you look at Charles Barkley, he's sitting in a studio somewhere far, far away from every game that's being played most of the time. And he's able to say what he really thinks about all those people and all those players. We travel together. We fly together. We see each other at the hotels. We see each other at the restaurants. So when you see somebody do something really stupid, and I know people get mad sometimes at us for giving guys crap for doing something stupid – but it's hard to give guys crap that you're going to see and that you're going to be friends with. So I think that's the biggest challenge I see our broadcasters have. But, I mean, if this guy wants spotters
2: on the TV, man, hell, I'll do it. Sounds fun. Yeah, that would ruin it for the rest of them because that, you know, I think Brett would be good, but Brett doesn't have a filter, and you need a <laughs> filter for TV. And, uh, yeah. you Brett know that, scary. that That just wouldn't work. Um, you know, it'd be great until that point. Um, but, you know, as far as – I think it. I think someone that would be a good one to start with would be somebody like Timmy Fedwa. He's been in the cars and he's spotted, so he kind of knows what both, um, what's kind of going on. But you know, some things that spotters see, spotters see things coming now before they happen. Yeah, we see things. You know, a lot of times we know what's getting ready to happen. You know, just because we see certain things on the racetrack, we know a lot of these drivers' tendencies, and we almost know where they're going to go. You know, if I got to run, or, you know, you know what I'm gonna, you know what these guys are gonna do. You know what guy's gonna lift. You know yep. what guy's gonna be aggressive. What guy's not. Um, we know a lot.
1: I think too. You know, one thing that would certainly add perspective is if a, a, a former spotter during some of these cautions, interviewed the spotters, right? Because they interview the crew chief, they interview the driver. Uh, we're, we're, as TJ just said, going to give you a different perspective. And for me, that was my yeah. to comment.
2: I think it's important for, for the for Yeah, it's the definitely – like um, the idea. We have different perspectives on things. I think and, and, I could have a filter. I don't. Um, <laughs> like, just to, <laughs> I think like that beard would work, but – We go, and, like, for instance, today I had a – you know, I was at a meeting before this. I was actually watching um, – footage with joey for daytona next week already we watched talladega and we're getting we're preparing ourselves for the next race and seeing how you know what we think is going to happen um but you know i i think some i think a spotter could offer a different different perspective once in a while i don't know if it'd be an every week thing but sometimes we see things i think it's an every week thing it's just not a frequent every week thing yeah I, don't, I mean
1: it's a minute here or there yeah good question right, billy. it's still yeah. proper
0: clear just listen
2: to that i love billy bradley you ever heard his accent yeah He's awesome. He sends in a lot of good questions. He does. Good job, Billy. Won this nothing. is a,
3: another good one uh, from Blasting Dad. He asks How do you guys feel about the Cup pole winner having a slower speed than all of the other series? And just to recap, Austin Dillon got the pole um, in Cup for with 176.2 miles per hour. Yes, miles per hour. Uh, NASCAR XFINITY Series, that was. Joey Logano, 177.556 miles per hour. And then Austin Hill got the truck pole with 176.632. So it's
2: the slowest of all three, the cup pole. So Joey ran the fastest lap all weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) I I don't care now. It's a different... This is a different day and age. Before, it used to be trucks were supposed to be slower than Xfinity cars. Xfinity cars were supposed to be slower than cup cars. And cup cars were supposed to be the you know the the fastest car is the the hardest car to tame but that's not the way it's evolving right now people don't like the guy to get a 7 second lead and drive away and dominate that's not what people like nowadays they like they like seeing two guys four guys race for the win race for stage points get up there and duke it out they don't like traditional nascar anymore so it's hard to it's hard to be upset at this when we're we're, we're catering trying to create a package that Um, you know, creates this and, uh, you know, for right now, it's a slower car. I think a new fan that is somewhat
1: uneducated about the history of the sport and how we got here doesn't have a problem with this. I think the existing fan who is educated and is very knowledgeable about the sport and the history of the sport, I think the optics of this to them is a bad thing because – we're supposed to be the 40 best drivers in the world, right? We've always said that. And when you say the truck series is going faster than the cup series, that's a really weird look. I've been a fan of the sport since I was four years old. I've been in this industry over 20 years. It still looks super weird to me on paper to see a cup car going slower than a truck. I understand
2: what if, if people have a problem with that. I do. Yeah, I get the problem with it. But look, if you want... You want that racing like that, then that's kind of where we're at right now.
3: Last question. This one is from Wrecker Fire. Uh, What type of prep do you guys do for equipment and yourselves during hot races? And how did hot races work out back in the partying days? How about you, Brett?
1: (laughs) So I drink something called Motive Pure. And I drink it. Actually, yesterday I had two of them. I usually drink one as soon as I wake up on uh, on on a hot day you know i don't drink them all the time but if it's going to be super hot like yesterday i pour that in my water and i drink it immediately yesterday i did that and then when we had the rain delay i actually did it again and i don't know why because i knew it was going to be cooler once we started back but we had sweated so much the day before literally the bill of my hat had sweat dripping off of it during the race yeah. tj was making fun of me he's like dude look at your hat and i'm like man and i would literally take my hat and wipe across the front of it and throw the water off of it because i was oh. just absolutely drenched um My partying days, hell, I didn't know they were gone. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, There was only one time on the roof that I struggled, and it was a Saturday morning practice. We were at Pocono, and we thought it was going to rain all day. (laughs) Famous last words, right? It's going to rain all day tomorrow. So the game, you you remember the game, the card game that was called Oh, yeah. Okay. So we ended up at a bar, and we ended up playing that stupid card game right there in the bar. And this was a Friday night in Pocono. Wake up Saturday morning. Alarm goes off 7 o'clock. Look out the window. Guess what? Sun's shining. Not a good day. All I had to do was cup practice, which is easy at Pocono. Like, literally, you could do it with your eyes closed. Easy. TJ, how'd you stay cool? Um, Other than me fanning you the whole race. Yeah, that was uh, awesome to have. Um, yeah, I saw a neck thing on Amazon.com where you put it around your neck and it's got two fans that blow on your face. That's
2: cool. Do you think it would work? I don't it. know. You should wear two of them. We'll try them this weekend. I'm going to show it to you. you um, keep going. Sorry. I, uh, it is like he said, you just try to drink a lot of, um, you just try to hydrate a lot the night before. Um, the hardest, the hottest race I remember having, I got sick in Darlington a few years ago. Well, that's interesting. Um. <laughs> like a f- clown wearing it, but um, I got sick in Darlington with Dell. You know, working for Dell Junior back in the day. He you did, did you puke. I was throwing. I was throwing th- up. Uh, those are pretty nice. Yeah. Order. How much are they? Ten bucks. Thirty five dollars. Oh wow. A USB chargeable or something. Uh, they got to be. They got to sure. be. They don't have anything running to them. It's got to be yeah. portable. Um, I was not good uh and it was the long i think i spotted three quarters of that race with my head down like it's bad really bad oh uh, i you know i had i had eddie on one side of me to haunt he's like man you okay are you all right i had a a guy standing by if i didn't make it, it was steve barkdahl but it was really bad and it, that race is not one that you want to be sick for because it's normally really hot
1: you and, said the two nicest guys on the roof's name today you said tim feedawa And then you said Steve Barkdahl. That's the two nicest guys that are on the roof with us. Steve Barkdahl has an absolute heart of gold. Yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, Lost his wife to cancer years ago and and just – I don't know if that changed him for the better. You know, I, I don't I didn't know him back then, but man, I love that guy. Glad yeah. he's glad he's in my life. He made, and he me and made the are tight now too. He
2: made the uh, he went to Nashville with us for the draft, rode along. Just he, a great guy. Yeah,
1: man. Just loves to be involved. If we called him right now and said, Hey, you're in Asheville, we're in Mooresville, we got car trouble come get us. Yep. He would totally drop All right, it. He's I'll be out. there. I'm, I'm on my way. way. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. dude. the is is the same way. Yep. Timmy's a good dude.
3: Thoughts on some rants? Anything else?
1: Man, I had an interesting text conversation with a, another spotter this week, and he's like, I, I put in our group me that I had some truck tickets. And listen to me, it's harder for us to get tickets to the race. We can get garage passes <laughs> yeah. easier than we can get tickets. But because Nutrien Ag Solutions bought – so many tickets this weekend, I ended up with some in my hands. So I put in our group me. I was like, hey, I got truck tickets tonight if anybody wants any. Kevin Hamlin and some of the guys were like, hey, um, you know, we may have some buddies here that can use them. TJ actually was wanting some for Sunday, but I ended up running out. So one of the spotters was like, hey, you should, you should do a giveaway on Reddit.com because those people hate you. And I was like, I don't even know what really Reddit is. I follow Reddit on NASCAR on Twitter, but I don't, I've never been to Reddit.com. He's like, oh, man, they i just it. downloaded the app recently. He's like, dude, they hate on you all the time about your podcast. So I want to say two things. Mm. Number one, thanks for listening. Yeah. Number <laughs> yeah. two, if you are a grown-ass man and you take time out of your day to go onto any website to complain about other grown-ass men, you need to get out of your mama's basement and get a life. Yes! So, to all you Reddit people that are nice, I love you guys. To all you haters out there, get a life.
3: <laughs> and cue <Q> more. <laughs> yes. Gilner is super excited.
1: Sorry, I'm excited about that because I
0: just had a, uh, some ha- a whole thread <laughs> of this haters is, on me. This is awesome. And I just ignore it.
3: I, I just searched you. I don't listen.
1: And it, and if, you, if you listen to this show, you should realize that I don't give a, a
2: what crap. you say about me or think about me. So, you're wasting your time love
3: hating it. on
1: me. Get a life. I Love it.
2: It's just had, You can go to the best ones and stuff.
3: Oh, we'll have to do that in our off time.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, TJ, yeah. you got a rant? Uh, no, I think everything's been kind of covered.
1: Dildner, you got a rant. They never let you talk on Dell Jr. Download, <laughs> so we'll give you your five minutes.
2: I, I thought finger. I
1: wasn't supposed to talk on here. <laughs> wink, wink.
0: Casey?
3: I've ranted enough today, so I'm yes, good. Yes, you have. Poor Jason. I had to feel his pain okay. getting my flight canceled in Sonoma, so sorry, Jason.
0: Here's my rant. Yeah. You ready? There's too many squirrels in the studio. Oh, my god! These boys, seriously. I don't know how Schultz puts up with it. Y'all are entertaining as crap, and I listen to this show religiously. But, man.
2: Thanks for being a listener. A yeah. squ- Go a on Reddit squ- and leave us a review. Do you hear I anything?
3: Like, <laughs> I feel like today more than normal.
2: Do you realize 10 out of your last 17 posts are about Dell Jr. download, Dillner? Do you know that? Uh, is, that a, is that truth? Uh, no. Probably. You're not denying it.
1: Well, That's no, it's mostly – yeah, it's, it's Dale Jr. Downloader, or my kid. Look at this lead that I've got on DBC Picks. Am I going to win this for the fourth year in a row? No, man. I had a bad month. You had a good pick this week, too. You had Jimmy. He finished fourth.
2: Yeah. Mm, yeah.
1: And I was going to save Larson to Bristol. I'm glad I didn't. I hadn't saved anybody else, so I might as well just keep the throttle
2: down. Oh, you got me again. Duh. Damn, I thought I was going to around. Nine to six, player. Jeez. I'm going Bubba. Bubba's who I was gonna pick.
1: Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Well, you aren't gonna you. Aren't gonna. That's a really, really, really smart pick. I'm going to. Uh, and look, well, this is a shot in the dark. People like we could we are be, down to the
3: shots in the dark. We we are just we are down. But, to
1: but it. Daytona and and it
3: could be any Talladega
1: are just crazy, right? So I'm going to go with a guy who's had a lot more speed lately, who took it on the chin like a man. Ryan Newman, that's my guy this weekend. Right, you set that up well. <laughs> I was I didn't decide to right there at the end. I was buying time. <laughs> well, because you took my pick.
3: Fantasy tips without favorite. What do you think?
2: This is the wild card, man. It's this. This is the one. Uh, Bubba <laughs> runs good there. Bubba runs good. Mm-hmm. This is a place for. Uh, this is a place for you know Stenhouse to really try to make something happen. He's going to be one to watch all week. Um, There's three motor packages there that are
1: really, really strong. Roush Yates engines, obviously one of them. Hendrick, one of them, and Toyota. All
2: right Those three guys, those three groups of motors are they're rockets. This is a, a, a Bubba, um, Busher, um, Menard. This is a place for someone like that to shine. Reagan, McDowell. Those yeah. are those would be my. Denny Hamlin is good at Daytona. Yeah, but you want off the wall picks so. We can, we can stay at the office. We just picked off the wall. We picked some... Well, Denny Hammond's not off the wall. I know. I Dude, didn't he just
1: was. A... I said he I was saying who was going to be hard to beat. He won the last race there.
2: Duh. Duh.
1: Better be glad we didn't pick then, because I would have picked him. <laughs> we skipped Daytona.
0: By the way, Casey, uh, I am at eight of my last 16 posts, so 50% uh, Dale Jr. download mixed in with uh, my kids and
1: tractor poles. What, what percent do you think TJ's posts are about Door Bumper Clear? Uh, probably...
0: Point oh oh four six. That's why maybe, you shouldn't manage social maybe media for 20%. Casey. Twenty
1: percent,
2: not even close. He's no, that means print. I. That means I should manage your social media because there wouldn't be nothing posted. Exactly. I mean, how do you promote a show if you don't? Well, you, I'm not. I wouldn't promote a wedding that already happened two years ago. Thanks to our new sponsor OfferPad for
1: coming into here. OfferPad.com. You can follow him on Twitter. OfferPad. You guys go to pristineauction.com, buy something cool. Casey is actually going to uh, put a wedding picture signed up on that. <laughs> That's uh, a great idea. You
3: know what? Jared, it's we're going to text after this. <laughs> At least this might happen.
1: I'll sign it too. TJ will sign it. Yep. We'll, we'll get Photoshop we'll, we'll get Chad ourselves in to there. sign it. Chad's a famous race car driver. Yeah. Actually, you two just sign it. We'll put it up as a 10 minute auction. Yeah. We'll announce when we're going to do it. <laughs> I'll be the first bid. I would love to have a picture from your wedding in my house. I
3: love you, you,
0: Casey. You don't get to see it on Instagram.
1: I love you, Casey. I'm, I'll bet a dollar.
3: <laughs> and stay tuned for my wedding wedding album that will be posted on Twitter, tagging Brett and TJ. Why do so. I get
1: tagged? We're off to Daytona. If you want to buy me a beer, I'll be at the Oyster Deck. It's oh, an ocean pub. What's the name of that place? Oyster Pub. <laughs> I'll
2: be in my room studying film and sleeping. The Ocean Deck and Oyster Pub. <laughs> Those are the two. You got, places. yeah. You got total opposites here. You got a guy that's going to go watch video. And then you got the guy that's going to go eat seafood. You can watch <laughs> video all week. You don't have to watch I'll video. Probably at do weekend. that too. The race <laughs> doesn't start till
1: seven thirty. You can watch video at twelve. That's one good thing about being a spotter
2: is we don't have to go to the track super early. There's a lot of good things about being a spotter. I don't think we need to start that. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <We're out. laughs> have Holla. a great week.
0: Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty move.